Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get your free audio book download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash necessary blackness. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can access it from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I would like to give thanks to the ancestors, known and unknown, those who have paved the way for us to survive this moment of time and to have a reference point to use as a blueprint to deal with these hellish times we are living in. I would also like to give honor and reverence to the woman of the universe for your superior work, for bringing forth the spiritual information through the triple stage of darkness of your womb and giving birth to God. We would like to give reverence to the universe and praises to the indigenous. My name is Raheem Shabazz, and this is Necessary Blackness Podcast. Necessary Blackness Podcast, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Raheem Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognize no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought. Yo, check out the award-winning docuseries Elementary Genocide. This docuseries provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. This docuseries features Dr. Umar Johnson, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, Killer Mike, David Banner, Professor James Small, Kaba Kamene, and so many other people. Check out Elementary Genocide, the school to prison pipeline, Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration, and the latest installment, Elementary Genocide 3, the Academic Holocaust. It's all available now at elementarygenocide.com. Tune in for the drop. I am Dr. Kira Taylor. And when I'm tired of listening to fake news, I will listen to some real news and I will check into the Necessary Blackness podcast with my friend Raheem Shabazz. Raheem Shabazz is one of my guys from way back and you're now listening to his show, Necessary Blackness Podcast. Stay tuned. This is a cool up cultivated roots media and I choose to tune into Necessary Blackness because staying connected to my blackness is very necessary. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. You'll hear it here first. <laughs> now our feature presentation. Peace and power, black family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast. And I'm sitting here with a special guest today, and our special guest is Marcia, and she has a show called Civil Rights and Civil Wrong, and it's out of Cleveland, Ohio. How you doing, Marcia? I'm doing, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me here on the show. Oh, absolutely. Anytime I get to link with like-minded individuals that are doing the same work, and that's a social justice warrior for our people, it's always a moment to celebrate. So we have a lot to celebrate and we have a lot to talk about. Right. Now, me and you earlier, we was um, online and we was reading about the situation between Rhymefest and Kanye West. And Kim. And Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and one of the things that um, 
you immediately said before you even finished the article was that she needs to stay out of grown man business. Right. That's between two men. Yeah, between two men. So for those that don't know, let me give you a little backstory on what the situation is happening at hand. Rhyme Fest is an individual that is part of Donda's house. And that's an organization uh, dedicated in the name of Kanye West's mother. And they do a lot of uh, community engagements. And they're heavily involved in the lives of over 500 youth from the south side of Chicago. And apparently Kanye West had called Rhymefest to the studio. And he's thinking they're going to talk about the organization. He's going to get the support behind it. But Kanye West was more interested in helping him with his music as opposed to working on the organization. And I think he might have said now a tweet reflecting that sentiment. Mm. And uh, Kim Kardashian went in. And I'm going to read you a few excerpts of what she said as well as what he said. And we're going to discuss that. We're going to unpack that. And... I'm going to give you my opinion, and Marcia- I'm definitely going to give you my opinion. She's going to give you her opinion from that divine feminine energy, and you could draw it up for what it is and not what it presents itself to be and come to your own conclusions. But nine times out of ten, you're going to agree with us because that's just the way it is. Right on, sister? Right on. All right. Peace and black power, family. Don't go nowhere. This is Necessary Blackness Podcast. Raheem Shabazz. For all my listeners of Necessary Blackness Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend The Mother of Black Hollywood by Jennifer Lewis. My favorite is The Last Unicorn by Tiffany Haddish. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash necessary blackness. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash necessary blackness. Peace, family. This is Tyreek from Nagas Footwear, the first African prize sneaker. We have the Nat Turners, the Marcus Garvey's at sneakerscustoms.com. Stop on over, get your sneakers, and stride with pride. Elementary Genocide provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. Visit our website at www.elementarygenocide.com. Now available, Elementary Genocide, The School to Prison Pipeline. Elementary Genocide 2, The Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration. And the newest release, Elementary Genocide 3, Academic Holocaust. Log on today to purchase your very own three-set docuseries. Necessary Blackness Podcast is independently owned, and we do not accept sponsorship dollars from corporations. We are supported by the people such as yourself who know that in war, the first casualty is the truth. We are at war with racism and white supremacy. We must continue to tell the truth. 
Support us by purchasing your Necessary Blackness t-shirt by sending an email to necessaryblacknesspodcast at gmail.com. This is Shalee. When I'm not in the gym, I'm checking my son out on his podcast each and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Make sure you check out Raheem Shabazz. Yeah, this is Professor Ed Garns, founder of The Wonderful from Afros and Shell Toes and Sweet Tea Ethics. When I am not spreading liberation theology throughout my classrooms as an African-centered therapist, I am chilling with my homie, Raheem Shabazz, on the Necessary Blackness Podcast. It's essential. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. You'll hear it here first. (laughs) Okay, we are back from our quick commercial break, and I am here with our special guest for the day, Marcia from Civil Rights and Civil Wrong out of Cleveland, Ohio. Yep, voiceyradio.com. So before we get into our our topic of discussion, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and um, the movement you have started that's out in Cleveland? Well, of course, I can tell you about the show. Uh, It's, like you said, Civil Rights and Civil Wrongs. It's on voiceyradio.com. And... um, it's about race, race relations. It's about politics and current events and just basically bringing awareness to the different issues that face black people. What are some of them issues? Uh, just like the police brutality, uh, even Childish Gambino's uh, new video, This Is America. We broke that down. We talked about your boy Kanye and him talking about slavery was a choice. So all of those wait, things. Wait, 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 wait. My boy? <laughs> My boy? Yeah, nah, we don't we don't rock, we don't hang out, right? <laughs> and who are some of the other people? Because you had some very um, esteemed scholars. Oh, definitely on um, show. Zaza Ali. Okay, I've had Dr. Umar Johnson. I've had Jane Elliott. Okay, Michael Wood Jr. So yeah, a few people you know. All right, and and people that want to find out, tune in and listen to you. Where can they find you at? Well, they can go to, like I said, www.voiceitradio.com or Mixcloud. Uh, and you can also go to my website, marcialevy.com, and all social media, Marcia Levy. Make sure, family, we go out and we support this sister and we tune in because she is definitely a voice to be reckoned with. And she is telling the truth to power. Now, this whole scenario started. When Rhymefest tweeted, I'm asking Drake to help the part of Chicago Kanye has abandoned. Please contact Donda's house. And although it was a slight at Kanye, I don't know the whole um, background behind it. But either way, this was two individuals that have a history. And I don't think that um, Kim Kardashian was justified in stepping in, injecting, stepping in, injecting herself into a situation. Don't that sound like uh, white supremacy? Entitlement. Entitlement. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what woman have you ever known to have to step in for her man? If, if this is a man that you have, when has a woman ever have to step in for her man? I mean, if it's another woman, yes. Yeah. That's acceptable because you don't want your man to have to go back and forth with another woman. But this is a man. (laughs) You let men handle their business. Now, there are those that are probably going to go and do their research and unpack everything and see what each 
respective party had to say. So what I want to do is I want you to read uh, Kim Kardashian's um, tweet. tweet, and then we're going to read Ron Fest clap back. He did it intelligently, and it just goes to show the ignorance of Kim Kardashian, you know, because what she said didn't make rational sense. It was emotional. It had no foundation to stand on. Here it is, a man that lives in the community, that's working with an organization that's from the community, and you are an outsider. And she just she just sounded out of touch. Yeah. It's just like, you don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Come on. So this is what she had to say. She said... You haven't been right since you got kicked out of the studio in Hawaii wearing those fake Yeezys uh, at Rhyme Fest. You're over leveraging Kanye's name and ask Kanye to donate money to you. So stop with your fake community politics and lies. Truth is, you haven't been able to sustain the foundation. Now, when she talk about you, she's, she couldn't actually be talking about him as a person. You know what? I think that in her mind, this is where it has to be beef. Because I'm thinking if this is something that's in honor of your husband's uh, mother who is no longer with us, and you're saying you, this is not for him. This is for those children. So if anything, she would have said to help with those children that you're helping. Why would she say you? You know what I'm saying? So in her head, she's acting like the money is going to him. So in the next tweet... She says, I saw you at our studio a few weeks ago. So why didn't you bring this up then? You were trying to get Kanye to listen to your subpar beats. You have the audacity to use Kanye's mom's name to try to shed a negative light on Kanye. Now, you know what? The first thing that stands out about that is when she says that he's trying to use Kanye's mother's name, for those that don't know... He was a student of Kanye's mother when she taught in the Chicago public school system. And many of the 500 plus kids that he actually teaches were students of her. Right. She was a mentor to a lot of people in the community. And these are people that are heavily involved in this organization. Right. So he has a vested interest. And from my understanding, and I may be wrong, I would probably have to go online and look, but when his mother passed, I don't even think he was affiliated with Kim Kardashian at that time. I don't remember if they were together at that time I, or I, not. I don't. But this man is doing something in honor of Kanye's mother. I think that's very disrespectful for Kim to even come at him like that, only because Kanye's mother's name is attached to it. That's messy. Yeah. That's mess family. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm going. I'm going to read Rhymefest and what he had to say about this whole ordeal. Kanye asked me if I would come help him with his album again. I wasn't just seeking Kanye; he was seeking me. I spoke to your husband about peace and about balance, and as well as about the work that we've been doing in Chicago regarding. Donda's house. He was more interested in his record. And see, that what the problem is. And, you know, some people are saying that he called Kanye out. Like, listen, I came to meet with you to discuss the organization and what we can do to better the organization. You was more concerned 
about me helping you with your record. So he goes on further to say, understanding that the mission of Donda's house has always been the value of collaboration, community, and empowering youth to pursue their creative goals and dreams. What part of that will make it worthy of you or anyone else destroying it? Speak to the 500 plus youth that we worked with. So once again, he is illustrating his point that he's a community builder. He's a community activist that has boots on the ground and that is actually doing the work. Right. So he goes on and he said, at this point, if you and Kanye want us to dissolve the organization so that you can do the work, we welcome that as we will continue from our home on the south side of Chicago to do what we can to support the community we worked five years to build in spite of you and Kanye's lack of interest or support. You have been not privy to the conversation that we had, the emails that we have been sent, and frankly, the positive press that Kanye has received as a result of our works. I encourage you, instead of attacking me personally, to Google us. Watch the videos of our YouTube channel featuring our work, and come actually speak to the young people who have been involved in our program before you and your position of privilege from God knows where in the world via social media attempt to dismantle this value community asset. Mm -hmm. You and your team know how to get in contact with me and we are waiting your decision because our community will be okay regardless. Sincerely, Che Ronfest Smith. I think that was very well written. Right. What you think? Very well written. He he did he did a good a good job explaining to her that he didn't appreciate how he was coming for them and this is all about the kids. Absolutely. And you know what? I guarantee that she's not going to clap back. She better not clap back. What else can she say? Now, you know black Twitter is dragging her, right? Right. They dragging her by the weave. Because that's the thing. You talking about some fake Yeezys. You talking about music. He's saying speak to the 500 youth. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that? The real issue. Now, this letter was written and after the letter was written, um, they actually put out a... a tweet um announcing that they was uh dropping the name but they're gonna continue to work. Do the work right so that right there in itself tells you that he's not banking on the name it's just the name the work the community is more important and if this is what you do regardless to what the name is the work has to be done and i salute that brother for having boots on the ground and continuing to do that. Now, let me ask you this, though. Do you think he had to handle it the way he did initially by bringing Drake into it? Nah, I don't know how that happened. And what I do think is that some things need to be handled behind closed doors. Maybe he felt that if he put it out there in the public light that Kanye would respond. I can guarantee you he didn't anticipate his wife for being messy and responding to a situation that involved two grown adults, men adults at that. So I want to ask you, what is it that will make a woman such as Kim Kardashian try to publicly shame a black man and his involvement with the community from which he came from 
and she's not a part of. Well, first of all, I think she's just way, I was about to say, way too comfortable. Uh, people in, I think, black Hollywood, black celebrities have embraced her, which has created this um, situation where a lot of black people have embraced her. And I think she's just way too comfortable and think that she can just do whatever she feels like she wants to do. She don't understand the rules. She don't understand the code. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if Ryan Fest has a woman. And I just think that 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 level of knowing that you're going to have to answer for stepping to somebody's man. Mm-hmm. She don't know anything about that because, you know, that ain't that ain't normal. That, that I don't think that's acceptable in most communities. Well, one thing's for certain and two things is for sure. She know about black Twitter because they've been dragging her by the you weed. You got to know your place. You got to know what's acceptable. Yeah. You know, you it's something that you can't feel too comfortable to just inject yourself into. Absolutely. Now, I know you got a flight to catch, so we have to get up out of here. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to end this broadcast very early. But in closing, is there anything you would like to say or is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you that you want to leave with our listeners here at Necessary Blackness Podcast? No. um, You know, we're going to have to, I guess, get that on the next time around. But uh, you can catch me on social media, Marcia Levy, L-E-A-V as in Victor Y. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That's it for us right here at Necessary Blackness Podcast. My name is... Raheem Shabazz, and that was Marcia Levy. We're going to continue on, and we're going to talk about the latest news that is trending in pop culture, and it's about comedian Roseanne Barr. And as many of you know, her show that was on ABC Network has been canceled. And the reason why is because of her vile and racist remarks that she made towards former senior advisor Valerie Jarrett, who was the senior advisor to former President Barack Obama. And what Roseanne did was she put out a tweet and she had the picture of Valerie Jarrett right next to a ape. And she said, Muslim Brotherhood and Planets of the Ape had a baby. And she put her picture by it to signify that Valerie Jarrett looks like an ape. And then after her firing, you know, as they always do, They always try to apologize. And after the apology don't work, then what they do is they try to get back on cold with their white supremacist ways. And they try to reduce their apology. They try to reduce their racism. And she tried it because she then tweeted out that she's not a racist, but she's an idiot. And she blames her statement on her taking the pharmaceutical drug ambient which led the ceo to the drug company to join in on the foray and he stated i have taken ambient once but i don't remember one of the side effects being racism now one thing i can say is that abc did the right thing um it didn't take them long there was no second guessing and she was fired by one of the executives at abc who happens to be a black woman So there you have it. That's what's going on in pop culture. Besides that, the next big thing right now is Pusha T and Drake. Man, Pusha T, he put out a meme. Well, I ain't even going to call it a meme because it was an actual picture of Drake 
in blackface. And then he also put out a record to accompany that picture. And um, the verdict is out. Pusha T brings home the victory for round two. And everyone's waiting and anticipating for Drake to respond. But I don't know, man. It's going to be hard to come back from that one. And Drake, you got some explaining to do. Wearing blackface. We know you supposedly half black and half Jewish. But um, we don't play that blackface shit around these woods. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Necessary Blackness Podcast. I am going to sign off. I will see you next week. Same place, same time. Each and every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Raheem Shabazz. This is Necessary Blackness.